You're listening to the podcast series brought to you by the Samuel Proctor Oral History Program at the University of Florida. Founded in 1967, the program has developed into one of the largest oral history archives in the nation, with more than 6,000 interviews. We are dedicated to gathering, preserving, and promoting histories of individuals from all walks of life. One community, many voices. drug addict has now been clean for 10 months due to her involvement with Gainesville's House of Hope sobriety program. Born into an environment where drug usage was prevalent, even in her family, Erica could have ended up like the countless others who spend their days in a losing battle with their habit. However, Erica's story shows her strength in overcoming her dependence on drugs, eventually becoming an advocate for addicts in the local community through the program. In this first clip, Erica discusses her early life and the beginning of her addiction with drugs. I was um, about the middle child of six. Uh, We grew up very poor. Uh, My mom didn't work. My dad was in and out of the picture. Um, So I moved around a lot. Um, I would definitely say that I had a dysfunctional childhood. My mom was and still is an addict, um, so yeah, it was very familiar to me. I, I was left alone a lot and babysat for my younger siblings a lot for days at a time um, while my mom was out partying. And you know, there's a whole thing, a whole slew of things that go along with that. People coming in and out. Um, you know, yeah, definitely was exposed at a very young age. And by the age of ten, I knew what was going on. For me. It, you know, started out as just having a good time, and then um, I think that definitely the environment that you're raised up in probably helps, but also um, addiction really, it doesn't discriminate, it, you know, it get anybody. Erica reveals that her problem became more severe as time went on. In the interview, she discusses her experience of being in jail. However, legal punishment proved an ineffective means to curtail the addiction. For Erica, the answer to her problem was not to be found in a jail cell. Instead, she speaks of her own conscious decision to seek treatment. In order to do this, Erica says the necessary first step was having to leave Kentucky, her home, behind. I was never given a chance. Like, I never wanted to get clean. I loved using drugs. Uh, so I never really, I never tried to get clean. Uh, I just thought that that was just how it was going to be forever. Even though, you know, deep deep down I wanted to be clean, but I had no hope of getting clean. I was always around it. It was everywhere. So 10 months ago, everything kind of fell apart. I, um, I had a, a great boyfriend. He had let me, moved me in, given me a car. He supported me and gave me money, and he was a great guy. And, um, you know, and I took advantage of that and was using drugs the whole time until basically he kicked me out and I had nowhere to go and nothing, nothing to my name. Um, and that's whenever he said, you can get help if you want, it's here for you. And I said, yeah, I'll take it. After going through the first six months of the program, Erica became interested in helping other women who are struggling with what she managed to overcome. Erica now serves as an addiction advocate through working with the House of Hope. 
She says that her past familiarity with substance abuse allows her to understand what others are going through in order to provide the best possible treatment. This next section details Erica's thoughts regarding different treatment options for individuals, from the power of faith to drug-assisted healing techniques. Well, in my experience, it's, uh, it comes from God. Um, by the grace of God, I'm sober today. Uh, you know, it's different for everybody. Some people can just quit cold turkey. Just based, like, on my family, um, my mom tried to get off drugs by going, like, to the methadone. She went to the methadone clinic, and I don't feel that that works at all for anyone. <laughs> um... You know, I think it's substituting one drug for another. I think, like in my position, you listen to what they have to say. Um, you, you get to know their personalities and know what triggers them. Um, you know, each case is, is different. Some people, it's just they get it automatically and don't go back to using. Some people, it takes a little longer. Um, you just listen to everybody. Not even a year after moving to Florida with the hopes of ending her addiction, Erica has made incredible progress in her own life and in the lives of others. Though battling addiction will always be a challenge, says Erica, it is something that everyone is capable of beating. In her closing words of the interview, Erica explains that if someone like who she was in the past could conquer her addiction, then anyone is capable of becoming clean. For more information about this segment and our collections, please visit our website, oral.history.ufl.edu.